Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey everyone, welcome to the Curious Girl Diaries podcast. I'm Layla London, aka The Curious Girl. Now just to let you know, this podcast is not suitable for work. It's also not suitable for anybody under 18. But the rest of you consenting adults, let's get ready to talk about my sex life, sex in general, and everything in between in explicit, raunchy, fun detail. All right, here we go. What the heck was going on with six years of celibacy, girl? That's what I want to know. Holy shit. (laughs) What happened? Where I learned about a G-spot orgasm was from Cosmo magazine. And I read an article and I literally was like, I'm going to freaking figure this out. I know I want to get off, but I'm too embarrassed to tell the guy how he can make me get off. I had an orgasm and oh my God, I was over the moon. 18 years old, just had an orgasm on my boyfriend's dick. I've noticed that my orgasms, I call it orgasm drift. Sometimes I can't have one. Like I literally cannot have one. Now that I'm older, I have less and less of a desire for the, I guess what you'd call sport fucking. Hey everyone, welcome to the Curious Girl Diaries podcast. I am Layla. Happy Tuesday, guys. Okay, well, I've got a fun little episode. It's actually based on a listener's question that came in on a voicemail. So I'm going to go through that in just a second. But I want to remind you guys, speaking of voicemails, if you want to ask Cowboy N some questions, please send me your voicemails. We're going to do a little show and he's going to answer that. I'm going to do an episode just on answering your questions. So if there's any questions that you have for Cowboy N, please do not be shy. We don't need to be shy around here. Just send in anything and everything that you want to know. And I'll tell you what, I am going to make sure he freaking answers the questions. I was talking with him tonight. I was just like, you don't answer, you won't answer a just a straight, simple question. You try to make it so difficult. I have to, it's like pulling teeth, you know, to get stuff out of him sometimes. And he's like denying it. And I said, my listeners have even voicemailed and complained about that fact or emailed and complained about it. No, this is not an imaginary thing. But anyway, I will under threat of, I don't know what I'll threaten him with, but under some kind of heavy threat, I'll make sure that he listens carefully to the question and answers it and that he doesn't ramble. Anyway, 
So that should be fun, guys. So again, like I said, don't be shy. I'll be seeing him next month and I will make sure that we get that episode done for you. I think it'll be a lot of fun. So go and leave those voicemails, guys. You know, I love, love, love them. Just go to thecuriouscoldiaries.com and there's a pink tab on any page on my website. Click on it. You have five minutes to leave a voicemail of your choice. Can't wait to hear what you guys ask. Okay. Now, again, since we're on the voicemails, this is why I love the voicemails so much because I get to interact with you guys personally one-on-one, but you guys give me great show ideas. You ask wonderful questions. This is from a listener, a female listener, and she had a question about sex and aging, and I thought it was actually really interesting. And as I listened to her voicemail, I answered her personally, but I wanted to do an episode around this because I don't think I've ever done an episode around, I don't know, sex and aging and how it's changed over the years for me. And definitely there have been a lot of changes and I wanted to just address some of the issues that she brought up, which kind of made me laugh because it's like, fuck yeah, I have those same issues. Don't worry about it. So I'm going to talk about it today. I'm just going to spill the beans on myself. First, let's play Jay's voicemail. Here it is. Hi, Layla. I just came across your work via your interview with Tara of the Love Bites podcast, which was so great. And so I'm taking advantage of this voicemail feature that you offer. Amazing. I'm in my 40s and five months ago came out of six years of celibacy and have been enjoying myself since. And although not as intentionally as you, I'm really quite inspired by your sex bucket list. And I'm just, I just made my way to your website and I'll start listening to your podcast soon. But what I really would love to hear back from you is how are you navigating aging? (laughs) And all the changes, I'm 45, and I'm tall as well. I'm typically considered pretty and beautiful, not as slim as I used to be, but it doesn't seem to matter for the the matches. I have been actually very surprised, having never dated, never really dated younger, to find there are so many younger men interested in older women, most of my matches, although I've made my matches online 12 years older and 15 years younger, most of my matches are in their early 30s. But my curiosity is I'm all of a sudden seeing my aging face in a way that I never before and being more critical of my body than I usually am, even though I'm getting all of this feedback from these younger men that I look and feel younger than they would have assumed. I'm finding great matches. I'm choosy, so I'd probably have even more matches if I were less choosy, but I know what kind of man I'm looking for. And I'm bumping up against this interesting layer of insecurity where I am sometimes being mistaken as much older 
mostly in context when I'm with older friends that just assume I'm their age. Sometimes I'm being mistaken as much younger in the early 30s. When I'm with friends or dates that are in their early 30s, and then I see myself in pictures and sometimes I think I'm super hot and other times I just totally shred myself, especially looking at my skin and my face. And so, yeah, I hope I'm not taking up too much of your time, but I would really love to hear if that's been a dynamic for you as you've dived into this amazing sexual journey that I have, I'm five months in and enjoying and learning so much about myself, discovering so many things I didn't like my identity is different than I thought it was and this new sort of strange insecurity <laughs> is getting in my way sometimes I can think I'm super hot and like a mega babe and then I can think Jesus i like why would anyone be interested in me and I feel like it has a bit to do with this transitional age as a woman aware also I've been so used to being perceived as 10 to 15 years younger all the time and having kind of quote unquote the perfect body and I'm 20 pounds heavier than that and I don't think I look as young as I used to naturally and even though it doesn't seem to matter to my matches it's messing with me so I would love to hear your thoughts and personal experiences good news strictly anonymous podcast is looking for people to call into the show so if you lead an interesting naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous if you're out and proud that's cool too send me an email strictly anonymous podcast at gmail.com that's strictly anonymous podcast at gmail.com or go to my website strictly anonymous podcast.com and click on be on the show. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss. All right, Jay. Well, thank you. You already know I thanked you for your voicemail personally when I got back to you, but I just want to thank you again. Great questions. Funny little topics. What the heck was going on with six years of celibacy, girl? That's what I want to know. Holy shit. <laughs> what happened? Were you just in a bad relationship or just like me where it was just kind of self-imposed and you got busy? I mean, I know that that's what happened to me. I did three and a half years, but wow. Six is a long, long, that is a long time to be without some good dick. Well, or I guess pussy, depending on what you prefer. <laughs> Maybe both, who knows? But yeah, I don't think I could. Gosh. Oh, I, you know what? I, I say I don't think I could, but I bet you I could have. Shit, I could still have been celibate if I wouldn't have just finally snapped out of it one day and said, what the fuck am I doing? This cannot be going on. So I am. Anyway, welcome back. Welcome back, Jay, to the land of the living. I know you are having a lot of fun and Let's get into this voicemail here. Okay. You're in your 40s and you're wondering how I'm navigating that, I guess, the age factor. Well, there's a lot of different 
aspects to this, isn't there? I mean, it's not just the way you look overall, but it's also just the changes in your, the way your body functions sexually. I mean, there have been changes. So I can tell you that my orgasms have definitely changed. I remember around 24, yeah, around 24, I kind of started to, from 24 to 30, I really started to hit my stride with my orgasms and having multiple orgasms and being really, really, I guess, super orgasmic and just always wet and really started to know my body, did a lot of masturbating. I also, I know I mentioned this somewhere in the podcast, could have been years ago, but where I learned about a G-spot orgasm was from Cosmo magazine. And I read an article and I literally was like, I'm going to freaking figure this out. I'm going to figure this G-spot thing out. I already knew my about my clit. I mean, obviously, I, I've been having clitoral orgasms since I was well, with a dude <laughs> since I was 18, but masturbating before that and able to have orgasms stimulate myself prior to that, prior to then, and then it happening with a guy. But boy, the first time it happens with a guy, oh my gosh, it was so exciting. It was just like, yes, he figured it out. <laughs> well, we figured it out. Actually, that was another, it's hilarious. You're taking me back on this one. That was actually another article I had read. And I, this is so funny. I was too afraid when I was younger to tell a guy what really like what I liked. And so I found an article. I knew I needed my clit stimulated, but I didn't, for some reasons, like I didn't want him doing it with his hand. That to me felt like so naughty. I don't know why. Don't ask me why having him do that or Again, this is an 18-year-old's mind. I know I want to get off, but I'm too embarrassed to tell the guy how he can make me get off. And this was my boyfriend at the time. But I showed him this article that I read, again, in Cosmo. <laughs> it was called The Cat Method, C-A-T, which stand for something, so that, well, I don't remember what it stood for. But anyway, so the technique was where he would kind of basically you'd ride the shaft of his cock and it would stroke your clit. You'd get in a position where he could rock you and you'd get that stimulation. Well, I did get him. We read the article and I'm like, now do you, do you know what it says? Are you clear on the instructions? <laughs> okay, let's go for it. So we were having sex and sure enough, bing, I had an orgasm and oh my God, I was over the moon. 18 years old, just had an orgasm on my boyfriend's dick. So, so, so excited. So that's when that started. And then from there, about 24 was when I really kind of started to be comfortable just masturbating. I, again, with the Cosmo magazine, they had an article about your G-spot, finding your G-spot, how to have a G-spot orgasm. So I took my Mr. Bunny vibrator. And I was just like, okay, I literally went into my bedroom, closed the door and said, I'm not coming out of this room until I figure this out. I'm going to figure this out. So I sat there and poked around and 
massaged around and used that dildo to just circumnavigate the inner walls of my pussy. I mean, literally every little angle, every pressure point until I finally was like, oh, hey, what's this over here? Yeah, this feels kind of good. Okay. And then I just let it build and it built and it built. And then finally I had my first G-spot orgasm. So that was very exciting. And then as I moved out of my 20s and got into my 30s, what I started to notice, what I have noticed over time, move out of another milestone, I've noticed that my orgasms, I call it orgasm drift. Sometimes I can't have one. Like I literally cannot have one. I don't know why. I get right there on the edge and I can't get over the edge. That's very rare. Very rare. And that usually, that'll happen just from time to time. It's not because I am with someone that is new or they don't know my body or that kind of thing. It's just like sometimes I just can't come. And I, I often wonder like if it's linked to a point in my cycle or I haven't paid close enough attention because it's only happened a few times, but it is kind of frustrating and it is a little bothersome. Generally speaking, I don't have that problem. But what I am noticing now is, and maybe it's because I'm older and I'm having more connected sex, but what I do or notice is sometimes if there isn't that connection with someone, I can't have, like, I won't have multiple orgasms with them or a G spot orgasm. I can always, of course, use a vibrator and get off on there while they're fucking me. But someone to have really good, connected, just go for it sex where I'm and then I'm having multiple orgasms. Generally, I have to have more of a connection with the person for that. Whereas when I was younger, uh uh-uh, didn't matter. Listen, get that dick hard, buddy, and I will let me just come and come and come all over it. It's harder to do that now with non-connected partners. So that's another thing. But maybe that's a sign of growth. I mean, maybe that's not a bad thing, Jay. Maybe that's like, maybe that's because I'm just older and wiser. And I know the difference between the night and day difference between connected sex and or just super casual fucking sport fucking or fucking to get off sex. And I'm not knocking any of it. I'm just saying before when I was younger, it didn't, it didn't matter. I just was so excitable and excited and it was easier. Now that I'm older, I have less and less of a desire for the, I guess what you'd call sport fucking. I'm using that term generically, but even just keeping up the pace I did when I first started all of this. I mean, I really kind of went crazy and it was fun. I mean, I, I don't regret it at all. That was fun. But I just honestly, now I don't have the desire to want to maintain that, I don't know, level of hypersexuality. I don't even know what, what you would call that. But I mean, I was just cranking through dudes and not, not sleeping with all of them. Just, I was like a machine when it came to, I knew that I had to meet. And again, if you listen to some of my earlier episodes, I know you said you're just going to start listening to the show, but if you listen to some of my earlier episodes, I mean, I really was, it was like a job. Dating was my job. I just, it was putting them in the funnel. I knew if I talked to 10 guys, 
I'd maybe meet with two of them in person and like one, maybe. So I knew I just had to keep turning that file, turn those leads. And man, I was super prolific at it. And I liked it. And now I have, that's, <laughs> that's one of the things that slowed me down is I, I just don't want to talk to any more people. I don't want to answer the same questions over and over. I don't want to have the same conversations over and over. And just for hookup sex. Again, nothing wrong with it. Nothing wrong with it. It's just like, I have sort of kind of, I think I've grown out of that part. I think that I've aged out of wanting to behave like that. <laughs> but then talking about the, just like when I got back to you, Jay, what I wanted to also share with my listeners is the part about being just critical of yourself as you're aging. But you know what? I, I got to say, unfortunately, I don't think this is an aging issue. I think it's a female issue. I don't think dudes do even one little infinitesimal bit of the the stupid crap that the way that women see themselves, nitpick themselves, their bodies, you name it. And when we're young and we don't have a reason to nitpick our bodies, we're going to do it anyway because somebody, the industry that we're in, and this is why I say stay off social media, it's just used to market to women to torture them about why they're not fill in the blanks enough. They're not, you're not pretty enough, tall enough, thin enough, skinny enough, rich enough, hot enough, busty enough, your butt's not big enough. Now it's too big. It's just a, just a channel to market to us so that we spend money on stuff. Now, that being said, I'm all about good maintenance and staying healthy, exercising, living a good, clean lifestyle, get your Botox, get whatever you, whatever you want. Don't go overboard with this shit. But that's my version of aging gracefully. And is that you do, you just try to maintain what you can without going overboard with it. But the criticalness of how you look in a picture or your body, that plagues me as well. I mean, it, it always has though. Like I said, I wish I could say that that's never been, been an issue. And it's a ridiculous issue because I know I work hard to stay looking a certain way. And I've always taken pride in my appearance and felt that I've maintained my physical appearance, even in my twenties. I mean, you could work out some girls chose not to work out. I always have been inclined towards eating right and exercise and things like that. And so I've just maintained that from when I was younger. And that's important to me. But still, again, I can look at a picture and I just earlier, I just sent one to Cowboy N and I was complaining about my tits being too big. And I'm like, damn it. They're... And I'm about ready to start my period, which he reminded me of. I mean, he's like, yeah, you're about ready to start your period. That's why they're swollen. I'm like, my tits are swollen. They look huge. And literally, I could see them one day and be like, oh, okay, you know what? They're they're nice. They're not too big. And then I, I'll look at them the next day, just the difference of one day. Like, nothing happened except my head got wrong. And I'm just like, my tits are fucking huge. Yeah. I don't think that's for me. And then same thing with, I can take a picture. 
if I'm taking a photo to send to someone, somebody that I like, or even just a picture for my cover art for my private podcast, I can look and be like, oh my God, I look awful. My this looks fat or my blah, blah, blah. And it's like, I'm not fat. <laughs> I, I know I'm not fat. I'm thin. You know what I'm saying? I'm not. But one just one PMS day and man, it all goes to hell in a handbasket. And I feel like I look like shit and I can't believe anybody would even want to see me naked and blah, 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 blah. And, and my thoughts can circle the drain. And it's, yeah, it's a bizarre phenomenon, but I just think it's a female phenomenon to be quite honest. I don't know that it's especially exceptionally linked to aging other than as we get older, we're just going to find more things to start obsessing about. <laughs> Do you see and so this is another reason why we really have to love men for putting up with us because they don't really care about their shit. And when they say they don't care about it, they're not just saying they don't care about it. They don't care about it. But anyway, it's fine. But I love that younger men are noticing you. And as far as the critical, the things that you're being critical about yourself towards, yeah, no, they don't see it. I mean, look, they're going to see certain things, but they don't care. It does not register the same way it does for them. Let's say you're like, oh, my skin's looking crepey. They don't care if you got crepey skin. <laughs> they don't. If they like you, they like you. I mean, the bottom line is if they find you attractive, they find you attractive. And you are, now that you're out and about and in the dating world, Miss J, you are definitely, I think you said it's been about five months or so. I mean, yes, these younger guys, they're just going to come out of nowhere. And they're like, they're like heat seeking missiles. And hey, their dicks are hard and they can fuck. I mean, I don't know what took me so long to, to come around to the younger guys. And I sort of kicked myself because I wasted a good solid six months where I was like, no, no, thank you. And no, and no. And then the minute I started saying yes, I was like, damn it. I need to undelete those people. Well, the app I was on or the website I was on at the time, like when you deleted somebody, that was it. You didn't look up like a history of what you deleted or pull back up these young guys. I'm like, oh my God, I've, I've gotten rid of so many good potentials. I could have been fucking like crazy. Well, it was too bad, but I did. Yeah. I mean, young guys are fun. I mean, hey, guys are fun. I mean, I don't want to, I'm not trying to say that's my thing. I, I don't go searching for younger guys, but as you're experiencing now, Jay, they will hit you up. They like older women and it still sort of boggles my mind a little bit when I think about it. Cause I'm, that was the thing that when I first would get reached out to by these younger guys, I was just like, what the fuck? Why are they even why would they want to date me? Why would they want to fuck me? I mean, they can go and catch some 22 year old. I mean, why not go for it? And why would they want to go up when they could go down? And so I don't know. It was strange. I, it took me a while to get my head around it. And there's sometimes where I still think I don't have my head around it, but then I just, the more I've been around younger guys, I just realized they just don't, they don't see it the same way we do. And they don't care. Like, if they're attracted to you, they're genuinely attracted to you. And yes, they want to have sex with you. And they're very excited to do it because they know you want to fuck. And so, yeah, I mean, they really do just 
If they like you, they like you. It's just like we like older men, right? I'm sure when you said you set your parameters on there, we like older men. Has an older man ever asked you, well, I don't understand why you want to go out with me when you can go out with younger dudes. No, the older guy knows why you want to go out with him because you're attracted to him. He doesn't question it. He's not questioning it. The younger guys too aren't questioning going, I don't understand why you'd want to go out with me. I'm so much younger than you. Don't you want to be with a guy that you could relate to more or that you're eight? I mean, like they, they don't, they're not going to fucking say that because they're not thinking it. They don't care. And yeah, we just have to accept that. I don't know. I, I had the same thing, Jay. I just, I thought it was weird at first. And I was like, I don't know. Can I do this? But I don't even think of it anymore. If I like someone and they like me and I never feel, you know, it's interesting. I never feel like I'm older than them when I'm with them. I mean, there's been a couple of times where from a, a relatability standpoint or just kind of, yeah, that kind of stuff. There's been a couple guys where I was like, okay, I think he's a little immature for me. We just don't have enough in common, but that's very seldom. I mean, that maybe may have only been one or two guys. So, but my goodness, they're really fun and sexy and, and they like to fuck. I mean, (laughs) most men do, by the way, I'm not just, (laughs) this doesn't just go to the younger guys. Most guys like to fuck. That's why they're fun. They're just fun. But just back to like the, what you were saying too, about the, you see yourself in pictures. Sometimes you love it and sometimes you hate it. Again, I think that's normal. I mean, I do that too, but I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what sort of helps soften some of that for me is the fact that I got, I finally just, with all of the sexual exploration, it really does build your confidence at least it has mine. I don't ever remember being a, even before all this, I was never a lights to turn the lights off kind of girl. And now like if a guy turns the lights off or dims the lights, sometimes I'm a little disappointed because I'm like, oh no, like I want to make, I mean, I want you to see all this. What, look at me, seriously, like watch me because you're going to be impressed. <laughs> That's how I feel like I am I want those lights on. I want to see him. I want him to see me. I, I want the eye contact. I want just, I want it. I want him to see every muscle flexing the way I'm squeezing and gripping when I'm having an orgasm, just the, the way I'm tensing up the way my nipples get extra hard. I'm arching back or whatever position I'm in, or sometimes I'll, if he's behind me, I'll like turn around and just, I want to look right at him watching him. And I'm so much more, I'm just confident. And I got that from doing all this, from really just being able to let loose and through the sexual exploration, just having fun, being there and being in the moment and being present and really just having the experience, just that sexual experience and not doesn't matter where it needs to go or what's going to happen next. Or if this guy even remembers my name, I mean, I don't mean it to be so impersonal. I'm just saying like, I could just really literally get into enjoying it for what it was that sex act, all that stimulation, the incredible orgasms and 
just have fun, go, let go and have fun with it. And that's been, I don't know that I could have done that when I was in my twenties. I mean, probably not. I don't think so. And I don't think I talk to a lot of young, younger women that are that free and, and liberated. And that's a lot of reasons why the younger men do like the older women, because we don't have as many hangups as younger women. And it's too bad because younger women don't need to have the hangups either. We didn't certainly need to have the hangups when we did have them, but hopefully you can grow out of them. And then as you do, you just get better and better and better at sex. And I feel like that's what I've been able to do while I'm aging sexually and on the exterior. And, but it's okay. Yeah, I don't, I don't necessarily love it. <laughs> I love getting older, but I mean, there's definitely some benefits to it, even sexually. Definitely there have been. So I just feel like it's gotten better. And of course, it's easier for me to talk about everything now. And I love that. I love that I'm confident and able to communicate well with my partners and they certainly appreciate it. And I think that's another reason as well that sometimes these younger guys will find it refreshing that a woman knows her body and knows what she wants and can communicate that effectively and also can communicate well in and out of the bedroom. Yeah. I mean, that's a lot of fun. But again, Jay, just don't worry. I mean, I have my, I have my full on insecure moments and it comes and it goes. And like I said, it's pretty fleeting now. It's not anything that runs my life or wrecks it or keeps me from wanting to get down with someone. <laughs> not in the slightest, but it's just nice to have all that experience. So I'm right there with you. I feel, I, I know what you're going through. I feel you. And I'm glad you're a listener. Thank you so much for your question. It was a good one. I really actually enjoyed just addressing this because I feel like sometimes people think as a woman that I don't have insecurities. I don't care as a female, I don't care who you are. It's just, unfortunately, it seems to be something we all struggle with. There's very few women I can even think of that don't have their moments and especially when around our looks and our bodies and as they get older. I mean, shit, we're told that after 25, you're basically an old has-been. I mean, that after 25, you're just less and less and less and less and less desirable. And I don't actually believe that. So that one, I just don't. I'm very careful about, you just have to be very careful about what you are going to buy into even though there's influences all around you pushing on you and trying to find reasons to make you not feel confident so they can sell you something that solves that problem, whether it's plastic surgery or just this cream or that cream or whatever, whatever it is. And I indulge in some stuff too. I mean, I can, I mean, like I said, but I think we have to manage it well, just manage it well and don't let it don't let it get to the point where if it ever is preventing you from wanting to have sex or be sexual with someone else, something about the way you look, nip that shit in the bud. Seriously, 
that it's not worth it. It is not worth wrecking your sex life or turning off your sex life or denying your partner sex, sexual access to you because you're struggling with those issues. Trust me, fuck the guy anyway, or fuck the girl anyway, and make yourself work past it. You'll be so much happier and you'll have, you'll feel good because you have orgasms. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much, Jay, for your lovely question. And guys, you know what? If you want me to answer your questions, on the show. I absolutely will do that. I do love your voicemails. I've said it before. I say it all the time. It's a wonderful way that I get to know you. A lot of us, a lot of the people that I answer voicemails for, we just have conversations back and forth and we talk about all kinds of different stuff. So I get to know you, you get to know me. It's really fun. And then from time to time, I get these questions that I want to pop up on the show. As you know, I always change people's voices and protect their identity, take out their names or anything identifying that they left in the voicemail. Don't worry. I want to protect your anonymity. I like to protect mine and I'll protect yours. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. Stay happy, stay healthy, stay safe. Love you guys. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. And if you like what you hear, refer me to a friend and make sure you're following me on social media. Also, go to the website, thecuriousgirldiaries.com and join my subscribers-only list for access to exclusive content. And as usual, questions or comments, you can always email me at curiousgirl at thecuriousgirldiaries.com.